What is going on, everybody? Paul Turner here from thediscipleproject.net, here with you with another episode of the Youth Ministry Motion Podcast, the podcast that tries to keep you motivated and your youth ministry moving forward. That's what we try to do. That's what my goal is. And uh, I hope that uh, hope that you're doing well today. If you're a brand new listener today, thank you so much for checking out the podcast. If you're a regular, well then, hey, you know the drill. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit today, do something a little different today. I'm going to share with you something that I shared on Instagram. I do an Instagram live on Sunday nights, 8 o'clock Central Time. Uh, I try to get on and try to get everybody kind of prepared for the week. In this particular um, session that I had, I talked about adversity. And uh, as a youth worker, uh, as you know, uh, adversity uh, is not only just part of the job, adversity is a part of life. And without adversity, uh, we really wouldn't grow very much. We wouldn't do very much and and uh, we would not become all that God uh, had created us to be. So in this, I'm going to ask you to rethink your thoughts and ideas about adversity. I, I know me, look, I'm not a big fan of adversity. Uh, when it comes at me, I, I will sometimes run, run away from it. Um, but I'm trying to rethink that. I'm trying to rethink how I look at adversity because I... Look, if you're a youth worker, it's always something. It's some parent, it's some kid, it's some pastor, it's somebody in the church. It's it's something. But the question is not if adversity will come, but when will it come and what will our response be to it? And so my encouragement today is going to be asking you to rethink what um, adversity is and really how could it benefit you. And so if you take a listen, this is uh, me chatting it up on Instagram Live. You're welcome to check uh, you know, check me out over there uh, at The D Project or search for Paul Turner, and uh, you'll find me there, and you can uh, follow along with my adventures over there. Uh, but for now, let me share with you just a couple of thoughts about adversity and maybe why looking at it differently will help you go through it a little more easily. On the topic of adversity has a plan. Adversity has a plan uh, because adversity in and of itself, we, we tend to stray away from. We don't like it so much um, because it, we see it as such a, um, a problem. We say, man, why do I have all these problems? Why do I have all this, uh, uh, you know, things going on in my life and, you know, all this stuff. Well, we have to remember if we were, if we were to reframe tribulation into something that could be helpful, it might change our uh, mindset about it, right? Before I jump into this, though, before I jump into this, well, I am could, would like your prayers. I'm preaching at Beechwood Baptist uh, this coming Wednesday, and uh, hopefully I will have that live. That's going to be, I believe that's out in Mount Olive, and uh, I'm going to be with my friend James Cato out there. And uh, I am still currently booking, by the way, so if you are needing somebody on Sunday or Wednesday or a camp or a retreat or any of those things, uh, I am available. I want to make sure that you know that. You can just hit me with a message down in the comments below, whether you're watching this live or watching this um, uh, in the future. And uh, and so I would love to, if you need uh, references, if you need video, if you need things like that, be happy to share those with you. Adversity has a plan. I, I love this quote here I heard the other day from Gary Vaynerchuk. He says, some people run from adversity and others run into it. And that just began to, you know, spark uh, in me uh, some ideas about the way we look at tribulation or problems or trials or, 
you know, we look at them and we don't want to run into them. We want to run away from them. We were try, we're trying to solve it as quickly as possible so we don't have to deal with it. And, um, and I'm wondering though, if that's the right approach because, and I'm not saying that we should be all be thrilled by the way that we're having a tribulation or a problem or a trial. Um, what I am saying though, is that maybe in our mentality of how we, uh, how we look at it, that, uh, that adversity has a plan, right? Uh, let me go ahead and share a little bit right here. It says, um, you know, that adversity comes from the, uh, 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 an old uh, French word that's derived from a Latin word, uh, adversitis, which means to turn towards. So when something turned towards you, uh, it's an adversary, something that is turned towards you, something that is currently in your way, something that is currently blocking you from somewhere. And most of the time we look at adversity uh, uh, at adversity as the thing that won't let me have what I want, right? That's what adversity is. Adversity is something that won't let me have or is getting in the way or that is facing towards me that is not allowing me to pass so that I can get what I want out of life, uh, that it opposes me, that, that it, it won't let me do what I want it to do. But if you recognize that adversity has a plan, then I think you can say uh, that uh, this adversity, this thing that I'm facing, actually could be to my benefit. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter what age you are. If you're under the age of 18, you have adversity, right? Uh, you can't go where you want. Uh, you have to answer to authorities. You have a curfew. Uh, if you're really young, you can't drive by yourself or you can't drive at all. Uh, and when we think about, you know, uh, this kind of reality, you know, the reality basically collides with our natural, the, the, the reality collides with our instinct to be run wild and be free when we're young. So adversity in, in that context is very real to a young person because they can't do what they want to do. They want to, you know, they want to be able to do what they want to do and they have all these limitations and restrictions and, uh, and things like that. Uh, but you know, it's no different when you get older, right? Um, you know, getting older has its adversities. Uh, you know, whether it's the nine to five job, whether it's the terrible boss, whether it's uh, tough relationships or marriage or finances or, you know, health issues, right? Little things start to crop up like getting glasses. Is that a really hard adversity? No, but it's part of getting older. And when you are really older, your your options go back to when you were young. You can't go where you want to go. You can't do what you want to do. You still have to answer to authorities, but there are things that are getting in the way of hopes, dreams, goals, and desires, even if you're 75 or 80 years old and you're trying to do something and there are things that are in the way, right? When we think of adversity, you know, Senator John McCain just passed away and I was watching the video, uh, you know, how, you know, the, the documentary and all the footage they put out and things like that. And man, let me tell you what, we, you know, we can talk about adversity, but the man was in a Vietnam prison POW camp for six years being tortured. I'm going to say that's pretty much adversity. Uh, I, I don't think that adversity uh, is comparable to our our daily little annoyances that you know get in the way. Now there are some we we do have real adversity at times. I, I you know, but still, in comparison, it's nothing compared to what Senator John McCain went through for six years. And most of us will never know this kind of adversity. Well, you're never going to know 
what that means, what that kind of adversity is. Uh, you know, we're never going to experience being a POW. We're never going to experience being tortured every day. We're never going to experience those things. So we're left with our little versions of what adversity is. You know, and they're real life. Listen, people deal with real life adversity every day, they, whether that's a, a physical handicap they might have, you know, mental illness maybe that they have, uh, suffering through a debilitating disease. Uh, and listen, even those kinds of adversities have a plan if we're looking. If we're looking close enough, those, even those, can have a plan. Um, and you know what? It's not about whether adversity uh, comes, but when it comes. It's not if it comes, it's when it comes. What are we going to do about that? All right? Uh, what will our mindset be when adversity comes to our doorstep? Let me offer a few things of approaches that when something difficult happens, and this is scale, right? This is whether this is something small or something huge, I think the mentality can be the same. I would offer a, a, a quote here because we, we really can turn the tables on, on adversity. If we're thinking about it and we go, okay, how do I flip this thing? How do I turn the tables to where adversity isn't my, isn't my adversary, but it's my companion in some way? So I like what Barbara D'Angelo says. She says, we don't develop courage. Listen to this. We don't develop courage by being happy every day. We develop it by surviving difficult times and challenging adversity. You know, I love the phrase challenging adversity. In other words, we should try to meet our adversity head on versus trying to avoid it. Uh, we should run into it rather than away from it. We need to challenge it. We can fight. We can uh, do battle with it. We can uh, tell adversity, not today, not on my watch, adversity. Uh, you're going to oppose me. You're going to try to get in the way of what I want to do today. And it can emotionally cripple us to where we start avoiding adversity instead of running into it. And, and nobody gets stronger. Nobody grows. Nobody matures without adversity. Uh, you don't get to become the kind of person you want to become with easy days. What do they say? It says soft seas don't make great sailors, right? Uh, it's the rough seas that make tremendous sailors. And so for us, we have to run into the challenge. And no matter, this is, doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter what gender you are. It doesn't matter who you are on the planet. Adversity comes to you and you can challenge it. You don't have to just take it and accept it. Well, oh, well. I knew this was going to happen. Oh, well, I sort of deserve this. You don't have to do that. Mentality-wise, you can say, listen, this is a challenge. This is adversity, and I'm going to lean into it, right? I'm going to go, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to go and, uh, and challenge this to say, look, you're, you're coming into my house, into my little space, into my world. Mm, I think I'll deal with you. Instead of ignoring you, I think I'll deal with you. Uh, you know, we can do that. So the first thing I would say is this, if you're going to, if you're this week, if you're going to uh, have an adversity or a small challenge or a big challenge, whatever that may be, first of all, challenge it. Say, look, you're not just going to come in and beat me up and tear me apart, adversity. I'm going to deal with you. I'm going to run into you. The second thing is this, uh, Augmandigo says, always seek out the seed of triumph in every adversity. Always seek out the seed of triumph. And that, I, I would add one to that. Right, but one of the ways uh, to challenge adversity is to look for the upside. When this adversity comes, regardless of what it is, and I understand there are special circumstances, whether that's somebody passing away, uh, things like that. We don't we don't immediately think to ourselves, well, what's the upside of 
you know, that. Uh, although sometimes we do in the sense that, you know, we say things like, well, now they're with the Lord or, or something like that. We should rejoice at, hooray, this has happened to me, but rather rejoice and find the triumph, find the victory, find the upside of the adversity. What is this going to make me do? What is this going to challenge me to do? What is this going to challenge me to change? What is this going to, you know, what is the upside? And that may take a day or two to figure out. I'm not saying you have to come up with that immediately. But uh, adversity weighs us, right, on us physically, but it also weighs on us mentally all the more, right? It's it's the mental toll of adversity that can take us out of the game too early, um, you know, much earlier than we'd like to be. Uh, but we have to face the mental onslaught of the adversity. We have to deal with that because we get the thoughts going. It's like, oh, well, it's, I'm going to quit. Uh, I'm going to... Um, uh, you know, uh, you know, I'm going to quit my job. I'm going to, uh, uh, you know, I'm no good. And we deal with self-esteem issues and we deal with those things because the adversity, we're allowing the adversity to take over us versus us meeting the challenge, right? Uh, and challenging adversity, as I said earlier. But we got to find the upside of whatever that adversity is, whatever challenge that is. We have to find the upside of that. Uh, because so many people struggle with it. They struggle with self-esteem. They struggle with all those things. And you know what? Berating yourself, all these things. And sometimes even worse, it gets to the point where people consider things like suicide and things like that because the adversity is just too hard. It's just too much. And they allow, uh, and those things just sweep over them. And so we have to combat it. We have to be able to challenge. We have to be able to find the upside of what is going on. The second part of that, I would say, is not only do we have to find the triumph, we have to find the truth about what adversity is revealing about us. The quickest way to see if something will hold air or water is to pressurize it, right? To fill the container. If the container is any good, we fill it with air or water, we pressurize it in some way, and if the container blows or springs a leak, then the container wasn't made strong enough. And what it does is when adversity gives us, it gives us a chance to see how we perform under pressure. Do we have any character leaks? Do we have any moral leaks? Do we have any things or habits in our lives that we gravitate to when things get hard, right? People turn to addictions or people turn to drugs or people turn to alcohol or people turn to whatever kind of habits or or um, uh, things that they would do in certain situations. And what that is, is revealing that we don't have a, a, the strength of, uh, of inward spirit to be able to fend off some of the adversities that we deal with. So how do we, then how do we do with that? Well, then we look at it and say, well, how do I need to strengthen this part of my life? How do I not gravitate to doing that? And all those things, what that's showing us is the, it, in, the, in the triumph, right, we find the upside. But in the truth, we it reveals in us, the adversity reveals in us where we need to take action, in our lives to say, okay, here's an adversity. Here's how I've responded to adversity in the past. Here's what I need to change so I don't respond to that that way anymore. And of course, easier said than done. I'm not saying there's quick fixes here. What I am saying though, is that we can find the upside and we can find the truth in it to show us what we're supposed to do. Adversity offers us a chance to see how we perform under pressure and it shows us our weaknesses, which is not fun, but it is profitable. We can make it profitable. We can challenge the adversity and say, I'm gonna make you a profitable, useful tool to me versus a weapon or an enemy that's going to take over me. I love this quote here. The third thing I would say is this, <coughs> of responding to adversity. Walt Disney says, all the adversity I've had in my life 
All my troubles and obstacles have strengthened me. You may not realize it when it happens, but a kick in the teeth may be the best thing in the world for you. Now listen, I've, we've all suffered this. We've all had the major breakdown, meltdown, something has happened that just, just twisted us up. And in the end we say, that was the, you've heard people say, right? They got fired, was the best thing that happened to me. I got cancer, was the best thing that could happen to me. I went to jail, that was the best thing that could have happened to me. You know, that's upside thinking, by the way. That's a, that's a growth mindset. And he says, look, the best thing that can happen to somebody sometimes is a, is a kick in the teeth because it causes us to reevaluate. It causes us to rethink. It causes us to recalibrate uh, our lives. And, uh, and adversity, once again, has a plan that if we listen to it, once again, just because it has a plan doesn't mean we're very good listeners. Or we're not very good at responding to it. Sometimes we don't like that plan. Sometimes we don't like uh, what, what, what is happening in our lives. But I'll tell you this, consider Joseph, right, uh, from the Bible. You know, uh, he had seen adversity. He had this great goal, great dream that God had given him, and then nothing but adversity after that, right? Beaten, thrown in a pit, sold into slavery, accused of rape, thrown in jail. I wonder, though, if he, if he had known these adversities were coming, would he run into them? Or would he have run away from them? Would he have said, this is of no value to me? I don't really want to chase this dream. I don't think any of us, had we, uh, if we're shown what, uh, what the adversities are going to be, what it's going to cost us, I don't know if many of us don't try to avoid it. Because we could estimate it and go, well, I could take that. Or that may be too much. So I'm kind of glad that we aren't shown our adversities ahead of time. Otherwise, we might run away from them. And in running away from them, we don't become who we're supposed to become because it doesn't refine us. It doesn't, we don't allow it to, to do the thing it's supposed to do. But in the end, Joseph said this to those who sought him harm. He says, what you meant for evil, God turned it for good. Adversity will come, but its outcome can be redeemed, right? You may be going through something right now in your life, but it is a redeemable thing. Adversity is not a hard, fast concrete fact. Adversity is a process by which God can use to do good in our lives, right? If Once again, but that's about mindset. How are you looking at your adversity? How are you looking at the things that you're going through? Are you saying that God is unfair? Life is unfair. My family's unfair. My wife is unfair. All these things are unfair. You can do that, but you're not allowing adversity to take over in the sense of allowing the plan to, to go through, to be able to process through in your life. The human soul needs adversity if it is to grow. Job, a man who experienced adversity at a whole nother level, said to his wife, after his wife said to him, why don't you just curse God and die? He says, are you talking foolishness, woman? You're, Shall we accept good from God and not trouble? In all this, Job, Job did not sin in what he said. Listen, we can have the mentality of saying, listen, that everything good comes from God, good, well, however we define that, and everything bad is from the devil, which would be trouble or trials or tribulation. But I say that it's all from God. We have to accept all things this life offers to us and to reject it, I'm, once again, I'm saying we can challenge it. Uh, things are going to happen, and we are so quick to point to where did this adversity come from. Some of it's self-inflicted. 
Some of it comes because of choices we make. Some of it comes because uh, it just people are uncontrollable misfits that do stupid things that create chaos in the lives of people. But listen, maybe we need to have the Job mindset that says, listen, am I so foolish to believe that, that this life is only made up of good things? Maybe adversity, like I said, maybe adversity is a good thing. I don't love it. I don't sometimes even like it. But as to its nature, it could be good. It good for us, good for our souls, good for us to be able to, uh, to, to grow through. And, uh, you know, it's about mindset. Adversity comes from all kinds of places, a fallen world, the devil, which, by the way, is called the adversary in Scripture. When adversity comes, don't just uh, uh, evaluate it so quickly and, and try to determine its origin as much as you're saying, what am I going to do with it right now? The origin of it may be, may be just uh, 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 inconsequential to determine, well, where did this come from? Maybe that's not the question. The question may be, what am I gonna do about it right now? What is gonna be my attitude towards my adversity versus what is the origin? We wanna focus on the origin. You may never ever get a clear answer to that until we get to heaven. So let me offer just a little, close this down and offer a few other little pieces of it. Number one, when adversity comes, don't go through it alone. I love Proverbs 17, 7 says, a friend loves at all times and a brother is born for a time of adversity. If you're going through a hard time, don't go through it alone. Don't sit at home and eat, you know, a pint of ice cream by yourself. It's nothing wrong with that, but sometimes one pint leads to two and two maybe to three or one can of beer leads to a six pack and a six pack leads to a 12 pack. Don't go through the adversity by yourself. Find somebody to talk to, talk it out. And I'm not talking about online. I'm talking about a real person on a phone saying, hello, friend, I need to talk this out with you. It's different when you write it. It's more important that you communicate with a real human being in real time, over lunch, over dinner, and saying, look, here's where I'm at. Because online, you're not getting the, the context of of what it means to be a friend in time of trouble. James 1, 2 through 4, I close with this. Consider it pure joy, brother, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance, the plan, finish its work so that you may be mature and complete and lacking nothing. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. So perseverance, right? Adversity has a plan. It is to make us mature and complete and not lacking anything. So if you're going through a problem, if you're going through a struggle, if you're going through something, it's a great point of opportunity to reflect um, and be able to determine where are the leaks in my life how do I need to respond to this? How do I become uh, more courageous in the face of this? How do I deal with these things? And it becomes a far bigger thing than rather than trying to find the origin and then hate the origin or battle the origin and saying, look, maybe we just need to let some of this process me and help grow me. I'm not saying we shouldn't pray. I'm not saying we should challenge it. Challenge your adversity through prayer, through uh, worship, through all these things. Challenge it. But at the end of the day, let, let the adversity 
have its way in some way in you to produce in you what needs to be produced so that you can grow and be mature and all those things. And that is it, the word on adversity. Listen, if you're going through a hard time right now, first of all, let me tell you, God loves you very, very much. He has not left you. You are present uh, with him in the adversity and uh, God isn't going anywhere. So I hope that you've enjoyed the little talk I gave on Instagram and that you'll follow me over there over at The D Project there on Instagram. Hang out with me on Sunday nights at 8 p.m. Central. And if you're looking for, by the way, a place to hang on Facebook, uh, you can always join the Youth Ministry in Motion podcast Facebook group uh, to leave comments, questions, all that kind of good stuff. You can search it out there. Remember, this podcast is here to serve you guys. So leave your questions and comments there uh, and we'll chat about it. So but that's it for today, guys. Appreciate you guys hanging out, being a part. I hope that you're a little bit more motivated, strengthened, encouraged, all those kind of things. And that uh, what I've given you guys today will help move your ministry forward because it's moving you forward as well. So that's it for today, guys. I will catch you guys on the next episode. We'll talk to you later.